I V M. We would like to thank Storytel for sponsoring this show. Storytel is an audiobook platform that lets you hear hundreds of thousands of stories on your mobile, on your PC, wherever you prefer. You can get a great deal by signing up at storytel.com slash IBM. This week, I'm going to recommend a book called The Pleasure of Finding Things Out. It's a book by Richard P. Feynman. Richard P. Feynman, if you're unaware, is one of the most impressive physicists of the 20th century. He's been a public intellectual. You'll find him in all kinds of videos on YouTube. Really, really fun guy to watch and listen to. This is a series of articles, interviews, essays, all that kind of stuff put together, like, you know, short works put together. Really, really fun read. Definitely check it out. The Pleasure of Finding Things Out by Richard P. Feynman. You can get this on storytell.com slash IVM. If you go and sign up from that link, what you'll get is your first month for 99 rupees instead of 299 rupees. That's 200 bucks off your first month. Go check it out. Storytell.com slash IVM. So how is it going? Are you still seeing each other or already parted ways? No, no, no. I'm not asking about your girlfriend or boyfriend. I just meant your new year resolutions and you. Many people tell me that their weak, feeble willpower is the culprit here. In episode 87, I presented the willpower stroke in the letter T as the graphology tool of the week. A long horizontal line in letter T talks about the strength of your willpower. Having said that, I believe Willpower is overrated. We must choose willingness. You wonder why? Let's discuss that today. Welcome to Absolutely Right, the very first graphology-based podcast show in India. I am your host, Aditi Sarana. I'm a graphologist and a high-performance coach. Before I start the discussion about willpower versus willingness, let me clarify one thing. I'm not interested in wordplay or semantics here. I'm keen to shatter your notion that willpower is your problem when it comes to sticking to resolutions, performing better at projects, or even achieving what you truly desire to achieve. We are all conditioned to believe that willpower is a cool thing. We love stories where an underdog protagonist achieves great results against all odds on the basis of his sheer willpower. We love people when they say things like, Ek bar commitment kar li, apne aap ki bhi nahi sunta. We love the idea of willpower. It is forceful bold, heroic. It celebrates individual determination and suggests that just enough endurance will get anything that you desire. If you stick around, if you keep repeating, if you push yourself through it, you'll get where you want to get. But my friend, here is the problem. With willpower, you might get what you want, but you might not be happy with the process or even with the outcome. Even though willpower can move mountains, it creates an ego trip, a forceful desire that creates stress. Like hard-driving taskmaster, you force yourself to get fixated on what you have defined as success. Without your knowledge, it brings the anxiety and fear of failing. We all know that we run out of motivation and we still keep forcing ourselves to do these things that we do not enjoy. The real key of creating positive change over time is not as much in the will, but in willingness. Pause and think, what is the core of happiness and joy? When you are willing to meet a friend, it's joyous. If the same person you have to meet by force, you feel stuck. When you're willing to do something, learn something new, you look forward to it. But when you're unwilling, it becomes a burden. If you're willing to have sex, it's making love. But if someone is unwilling, then the same act turns ugly and abusive. No matter how small, stupid, risky the activity is, we enjoy it only when we are willing to do it. I want you to pay attention to your self-dialogue for next few days. 
how many times do you tell yourself that I have to do this? I must, I should, I'm horrible. How could I not do this? Do you feel guilty, ashamed, doubtful, self-pity when you do not do things you should be doing? My question is, how is this helpful? Well, willpower is goal-oriented. Willingness is process-driven. Willingness is like a love affair. You feel like hanging a bit more with that person, that activity, that skill you love only because you love the way you feel about yourself when you're with them. It is the newness in old things. Unfortunately, there is no stroke in handwriting that talks about willingness. I wish there would have been one. But willingness is not a personality trait. It's your approach to say yes to life. Yes to everything that life throws your way. As a young graphologist, I remember loving my work so much that I used to blush looking at each handwriting sample. I felt each sample was a new opportunity to discover something unknown about the human mind. I had all these fancy ideas about what kind of work I wanted to do, what kind of people I wanted to work with. I made a long list. I worked hard. I devoted everything I had. I devoted everything I had to achieve all these targets. And I genuinely believed that that will make me happier when I reach there. The willingness worked for me. I was only 22 or so when I started working with leaders, CEOs, celebrities. And I got an opportunity to analyze the former president of India, Pratibhatai Patil. I was so focused on what I wanted to achieve. I thought I got my formula for success. But I didn't realize when I went off course and forgotten the reason why I started my journey in the first place. I became unwilling to work with certain types of people. I kept focusing on what I wanted but missed paying attention to how I felt in the process. Until one day, I was analyzing somebody and I realized that my analysis was accurate. But I did not blush looking at the writing. I had that frown on my face. That was a shocking moment for me. As my mind was flooded with moments and memories where I was unwilling about other things, that one moment of realization led to three-year-long sabbatical in my career. It was a moment of transformation for me. You know, on a regular basis, I meet really intelligent, brilliant people who genuinely look exhausted. These people are doing the right things in the correct way. They manage to get almost all the ducks in a row, but they do not wake up happy. They cannot sleep peacefully. I initially thought it was about chasing the materialistic goals, you know, like assets and cars and and achievement and social status, the way they tell us in all the spiritual blogs online. But it wasn't. I visited many ashrams and managed to analyze handwritings of many people who devoted their entire lives to spiritual growth. Many ashram dwellers were also using their forceful willpower to walk on their spiritual path. Then I realized it is not about the path that you choose. It's about how involved you are, how how willing you are to see things for what they are. In the yoga practice, a good yoga teacher will always tell you that your growth is not about the act of touching your toes or bending backwards or achieving your so-called target, but it is about how you feel when you are in that asana. Are you steady? Are you peaceful? Are you calm? It is in the process of reaching that state of mind. If you find yourself unwilling to take actions on things that you wish to achieve, then please ask yourself these three questions. And when you answer them, Be as honest as possible. Question number one, how involved are you? Austrian psychologist Mihai Csikszentmihalyi wrote a book, Finding Flow, The Psychology of Engagement with Everyday Life. In that book, he says, if you are interested in something, you will focus on it. 
And if you focus your attention on anything, it is likely that you will become interested in it. He says, many of the things that we find interesting are not by nature, but because we took the trouble to pay attention to them. Willingness is about being thoroughly involved in the process, so intensely involved that that engagement, that oneness helps you connect with your own self. Have you met people who find cooking therapeutic? And then there are others who find the thought of walking into the kitchen dreadful. It is not about the activity. And being a personality expert, let me also tell you, it is not also about the people. It is only and only about how involved they are in that activity, how much attention they're willing to put in the activity at hand. Question number two, what is your reason? Yes, yours, not anyone else's. I always believe that you do not need reminders for things that are really important to you. If health as a priority is not your important priority, then doing this physical activity every day won't actually solve the problem. You have to address the deeper issue that why health is not important to you. Or forget about health. Pick anything that you feel you are dragging your feet around. Ask yourself again and again, what is my reason to do this activity? Does it really matter to me? If you know it matters to you, you'll be naturally interested and willing to do that. But if it doesn't matter and if you're trying to fill a gap, trying to impress someone, then you will always poke. But if it doesn't matter to you and if you're really trying to just fill the gap, impress someone else, then you will drag your feet. Question number three, would you like to experiment? As a child, whenever we went out to eat in a restaurant, I wanted to eat the same thing, the hivada. No matter where we went, my choice was fixed. Once my dad asked me this question, would you like to experiment? What if you find your next favorite dish here? A dish that you didn't know existed only because you were eating dahi vada. To my 10-year-old brain, that logic was enough to start experimenting. And I haven't stopped since. As I said, willingness is like a love affair. You need to flirt and keep that play on. Stay completely honest with the process when you start experimenting. Do things with utmost commitment for say 7 to 10 days and look for the answer. You will know what you really want to do. Coming back to my story, it took three years of sabbatical and deep soul searching for me to discover my connection with my willingness again. I kept repeating these questions to myself, experimented with hajar things. But after a period of time, I found my connection. During that period, I asked these questions over and over again. I wish I would have had a podcaster who told me to do these things or an episode that would have made it easier for me. But hey, you have that option. So instead of just dragging your feet around your resolutions, this time, take out time to find your own flow. Instead of fixing things for others and trying to impress them, be willing to change the gears. Face your fears. Wake up, suit up and show up. It will be difficult. It will be extremely uncomfortable. But roll with the punch. Follow your hunch. It doesn't matter how far you go. Just make sure that you are in a flow. At the end, playing at your best capacity is all you got. Winning is overrated. Count the number of battles you fought. You might have heard me say this several times by now. It doesn't matter what you do, but how you feel when you do it. Willingness to do whatever comes your way with utmost commitment is always in your hand. If you give it a shot, it will change your internal reality, how you approach things. And more importantly, you won't be anxious about things that come your way. Because no matter what comes your way, you will be willing to play your part. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. 
If this conversation has impacted you in any way, then be the first one to create that impact. Go ahead, ask somebody to write a handwriting sample for you and look for the strokes that we keep talking about. This time, the willingness wala T. Each month, I teach one graphology masterclass. I invite you to join me on this fascinating journey. Your handwriting can help you detect your anxiety patterns, understand your kids, or even hire better. Our batches start on the first Saturday of every month. Next one begins on 9th of Jan. All the details are mentioned on the website aditisurana.com. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing. I hope you enjoyed that show. If you aren't following us on social media, it's 2021 now. It's time you did. You didn't in 2020. That was bad enough. But now in 2021, you really, really should. It's IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And a quick reminder to everybody, just please help us out with our survey, ivmpodcast.com slash survey. We've had a number of you fill it out so far, but we want to shatter last year's number, right? Really, really blow that up. Go fill out the survey over there. If you do, we'll select from the emails that we've got submitted and we'll be sending out some interesting track to people. So what should you be listening to this week? First thing I want to talk about is the unprecedented episode. We did a triple crossover. Vineet Kanabar from Storytellers and Storytellers, Varun Dagirala from Advertising is Dead, and Karthik Nagarajan from the Filter Coffee Podcast all got together and put together a mega episode. Do check it out on whichever of their feeds you want. It's available on all three. On Nankari, the guy spoke about the history of alcohol in India. It's got a longer history than people would think. Definitely do check it out. Another show I want to call out this week a little bit is The Note by Maruki Nayat. Maruk had two fantastic episodes this week. She did her first episode with Amitabh Mattu about the elections in Kashmir. And then she did another one where she told the story of how she faked her identity to interview Benazir Bhutto. Definitely do check it out. And with that, I hope to see you again next week. Hi, I am Sadaf. And I'm Arshit. Khanika Itihas, Economics, Policy, Psychology, Sabhe Menu. Only on the Nankari Podcast. Every Wednesday, Sif IVM Podcast app or website. Or wherever you listen to your podcast.